Good morning and welcome to the fifth season of All About Thailand. And may I welcome Thailand, Sawade Krap, and of course the rest of the world. Well, I hope everybody is just fine. Uh, what I want to talk about today is, you know, we, we, we have Thailand, a, a country which we all know and love, and obviously people would be visiting. Uh, but as well, uh, for, for me, Thailand is quite a good sort of like base to uh, travel to other countries uh, we've mentioned airlines in the, in the past but it's like uh, to be used as a base to travel for example to the philippines or to travel to um, laos as another for instance or to travel to um, cambodia uh, myanmar and you know, all those different types of places uh, you know, via airlines and via land travel. So, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about that because it is really quite interesting. So, you might as well do it. Well, uh, it feels like it's sort of like back in the olden days. Uh, in a sense, I can use that sort of terminology is that, that people used to uh, do border crossings. Uh, what you used to find in the border crossings, even towards the, pretty much the end, although they don't exist as much in the same way. Uh, people used to just go out and they'd have a 15-day when they came back. And it used to be a 30-day, but as, a, as a, an example, let's say, uh, now... Um, now we we live up in the uh, as you know up in the northeast, and when we occasionally uh, the wife and the family do we do we do actually like to to go to Laos, uh, so they can pretty much cross uh, you know at um, at, at any particular uh, point other than you know other you no know, as ties. Uh, but uh, phalang, us as uh, foreigners, or that, that, that word phalang, uh, we, we can't travel at the same points that we do. So, so really, if my wife wanted to, uh, you know, wanted to, the family wanted to go uh, to Laos, she hasn't got to go as far as if, you know, obviously I'm coming. And uh, I, I have mentioned this, this rather fascinating, uh, fascinating bridge. Uh, it's called Friendship Bridge. Uh, which takes you into Valentine, uh, in actually uh, in Laos, and um, it's pretty amazing the, the way it switches the cars. You know, so you know, from driving on the obviously on the left-hand side of the road in Thailand over to the right-hand side of the road. So in, in you know actually uh, over there, which is which is you know uh, quite quite interesting now the the times uh, the many times that uh, we have actually crossed over onto friendship bridge into lao um the, the actual crossing was relatively quite easy you know um you, you obviously have to do i mean there was this one time and i was just going just over for a day 
and uh, you know you, obviously you get your your card you know when when <laughs> Now, I was legitimately just going over, uh, just going over, I was just due to sort of pop back to the UK for uh, a very short while, maybe a couple of weeks, uh, to see a few th sort of friends and sort of family. But um, one guy must have totally got the, the, uh, the, the wrong idea when it came to uh, my visa to, to when I was crossing back over into Thailand and uh, you know he gave me sort of like uh, irrespective of the visas I already had he gave me a uh, a 30 day and uh, proceeded to tell me oh I shouldn't really be doing this and I thought well you don't even really need to do this but but anyway because obviously my, my visa status says I uh, can come in and out of the country as many times as I like in and out of Thailand so that was like uh, just one example of uh, you know uh, sort of like the crossing into Laos is a pretty amazing country but uh, you know uh, in the next segment I'm gonna I'm gonna talk um, about the uh, the role that the airports play and again news obviously you've got these domestic flights in and around uh, the, the, the Thailand itself up to the northeast it's a very popular route and uh, obviously you know, we took it as well up to Udon and uh, you, you find that um, also uh, the routes out to the countries that I did mention. So, yeah, it's all really interesting. Well, you know, travel by a plane, uh, let's say, uh, to Cambodia. Uh, which uh, I have done on many occasions. Uh, I've travelled to uh, Siem Reap and to uh, Phnom Penh. Uh, two very, very interesting uh, sort of like places. Uh, obviously, with uh, with Siem Reap, you 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 have uh, Angkor Wat, uh, the, the, the massive temple which you know to, to be fair was they say is what's it 2000 years old yeah nobody really knows how old this temple is and yet uh, such an amazing place to go that the, the 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 food and the bars uh you know um absolutely fantastic and and that uh, famous street with all the food and uh, you know uh in in Cambodia, which is absolutely fantastic, and then we go on to Phnom Penh and the uh, areas around that. Let's say up on Riverside, which is nice, and you can see a little bit of the Mekong River. Uh, but there is another river I can't remember the name of that that actually goes in. You know, um, flying. Let's say to uh, uh to cambodia you, you're looking at almost about the same sort of time it would take to fly from uh from bangkok to uh, to udon as an example so you know you're looking at about an hour hour and five hour and hour and sort of maybe 20 minutes depending on what the weather's like and uh, you know that is uh, another very interesting sort of country to to go and visit and uh, I, I, I myself when I start to go out uh, it's great flying from uh, from Suanipum but I always find it's, it's quite a big airport and uh, you know and uh, 
uh, for me, sometimes I, I like like sort of traveling relatively small. So I, I have a tendency to to favor Dong Mong, which we have spoken about. And uh, Dong Mong is a really quite a nice sort of airport as well, with this similar sort of carriers that can you know take you to these places. So, so, so there you go. You know, uh, Cambodia. I find that uh, the one thing um, that, that gets me with the Cambodia is is that it will take their visa will take a whole page of your passport. Now, whereas you would get individual stamps and you could probably get as many as, um, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe eight stamps if they're very careful where they stamp on your page. You could probably get eight on one page. Uh, you, you lose that. So if you, if you were to be going to, let's say, uh, Cambodia, you, you, you know, you're going to get through your book pretty quite quickly, really, to be honest with you. But uh, an amazing country to visit, no less. Well, we've uh, reached that sort of point in the show where I would like to welcome our new listeners to the podcast. It's so lovely to have you with us. And I'd like to put a big thank you out there to our existing listeners. It's absolutely fantastic. So I'm going to talk uh, a little bit more um, about the uh the sort of kinds of places that you can actually sort of travel to. Uh, and I'm going to stick with air, air travel for the moment. And uh, really just let you know the kinds of places that uh, I've already sort of been to. So let's do it. Well, let's say uh, China is uh, an, another uh, place that uh, I visited via, uh, let's say, via um, via Sawanipom, uh, flying out on China 7 uh, over through into Guangzhou, uh, which was, was really interesting because I, I wanted to, to see this city. Uh, you know, I was kind of hoping that there, there would be a lot of like the old town sort of lots of uh, and there was um although I, I did feel sort of slightly intimidated so i never really took the photographs or or did the videos that you know i probably should have done but uh, you know uh, transport and transferring over to, and tra- uh, flying over to the country was was amusing and uh, and also uh, you know relatively quite easy to do. Um, I've known people that have used uh, China Southern and China Airways and stopped over. Um, I have also stopped over and uh, been to Shanghai. And uh, but people sometimes stop over in Shanghai to uh, to go on to the, the Philippines, um, which I, I've known there's a there's a route that uh, people do, and I, th- I can imagine it's still China, China Southern that uh, flies over directly into Metro, Metro Manila, as, as far as I sort of led to believe. So, you know, you, you have the opportunity 
uh, once in Thailand, obviously, being in Thailand, you know, you just want to just, you know, get involved in everything and just so many places to go internally, uh, you know, like all the islands and then, you know, go here, go there. But, you know, it is, you know, quite good as a base to, to go out to other places, um, to India as another, for instance. Well, that's going to take a little bit longer than, than uh, let's say, sort of about an hour and 10 or an hour and 20 minutes. It's going to take you about probably about four hours to, to, to get to India. But, you know, you could go to, to India. And I think probably the closest, depending on which airline you fly, would get you into Mumbai, Vasahatra. Uh, so, uh, so, so that is really, really interesting as well to uh, to go and have a look. And uh, oh, let's just see if we can think of uh, a few other sort of places um, and and travelling that uh, you, you can do from from the airports. So we've we've we've, we've covered uh, we've covered China, India, and uh, the Philippines, and. Uh, Cambodia. Now, what, what's one of the ones that is missing from this? Is is Vietnam? Now, I, I've flown on Vietnam Airways. So I found them to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, but you could go straight to. Uh, you can fly from Bangkok, let's say. That would be Sawanipum Airport. Would be your best with uh, with uh, with them. And uh, you fly straight up to Hanoi. Hanoi is amazing, an amazing place. So this is just sort of like giving, giving you guys ideas as well. So you know, once you, you, you're actually in Thailand and say you've been in Thailand for quite a bit and you're looking for a little bit of a holiday, uh, you know, outside of Thailand, uh, you know, they, these these are the places. And so so Thailand is extremely good. Uh, both the airports uh, for getting out and visiting other sort of countries and you, of course you've got old Burma, Myanmar, you've got um, Malaysia uh, you fly on Malaysian airlines, so I've, I've never actually done that one myself and I've you know, heard loads of people that have gone down to Malaysia so you know these are the things you've got to think about. Now, what I'm going to probably do, what I'm thinking about doing as the next podcast, and I, I will uh, have to research it because I haven't really done it myself. Uh, I, I would be thinking sort of more towards, uh, you know, the, the railway, railway network going up through Thailand, right, for, say, from the southern tip, right the way up to the very north which would be uh, really interesting, wouldn't it? So, uh, yeah, I think we'll have a talk about that in the next podcast. And uh, so anyway, um, yeah, as I say, we're, we're coming to the end now. And what I'd like to uh, give you is a story, you see. And uh, I know how much you love the stories. Well, uh, this story is actually uh, concerning Vietnam, and it's also to do with uh, probably this probably doing a little bit of research on your money, 
uh, on currencies and things like that because uh, I do believe I actually got a little bit uh, caught out. Now, this particular time, I was traveling on to somewhere else and I had a particularly long stay over in uh, Hanoi uh, until my next flight, roughly around about 10 hours and it turned out to be 13 hours with extra added on to the flight. So I thought to myself, I'd like to take myself out uh, this, at this particular moment in time, uh, over out into sort of they said Cambodia then, into uh, Vietnam itself. Uh, as I said, uh, I was in Hanoi, so I changed uh, some art over. I said, "How much did you give me?" That gave me something like uh, three million dong. That, that immediately threw me is uh, is like in, into the millions now. And uh, I ventured on out of the airport and found, you know, what to be quite a um, quite a nice big bar, you know, big, big, big you know, proper proper thing, you know, close. I didn't even research the bar, and so I knew that I was going to get there and just get out and just get a feel for things, you know. It was relatively close to the airport, so um, and transport was quite easy. So um, I, I got into the bar with my with my three million dong, and uh, you guys would probably obviously know. Um, you know the, the, the error, the mistake uh, that was sort of forced forced upon me. But actually, when to my surprise, because it was so close in a sense to the airport, it was uh, dollars seemed to be uh, the thing of choice because on the menu everything was too much. Well, to my surprise, to be fair, in dollars, you know, and I had no dollars on me. I, I just had Bart and this three million dong. You know, so um, unbeknown to me, I, I sort of basically I said, look, you know, I'm I got to have this. So they obviously didn't research the language either, so I didn't know hello, goodbye, or I want this or whatever. And these are always good things: research the money and research a little bit of the language, so you know you can greet people on there and thing, you know, and say how much things are you know it's like uh, I can ask how much things are in the, about uh, quite a few different languages you know uh, so um, so anyway uh, I said I want this it's gonna come to $12 and I, I said I've got dong on me how now remember I don't know what the conversion rate is I don't know I know dollars so $12 uh, you know that, that's probably you know Roughly around about 11, I did a little over on midway through 11 quid, maybe something like that. But uh, I really didn't know transferring the dollars into into what's it. So remember, this is $12, guys, and you know you're going to cringe, but I, I didn't know, and uh, the, the, the waitress wasn't exactly honest. So uh, you know, there I was, I was holding two million, two million dong in my hand. I said, I was not really sure about my money. Big mistake. You shouldn't say anything else like that. You're not too sure about the money. And remember that, uh, you know, this is $12, yeah? And uh, she said, oh, that's $2 million. Didn't feel right, but I thought, no. For a split second, I thought she's not going to con me, is she? Uh, well, really, as we know, that $12, obviously convert that into English pounds. You know, I... For what I had, which was a small beer and some fries, and one of the, uh, you know, they tend to like hollowing out the bread and packing it in with uh, 
with ham and cheese as what I had. It was really quite tasty. But uh, the, the only problem is, uh, she said two million dong, and then I didn't feel that it was right, but I thought, well, she's not going to call me. It's only when I got back and I started to realise uh, I didn't pay twelve dollars for this. Uh, I, you know, which would have been roughly about eleven odd pounds or something, isn't it? I actually paid the equivalent of forty-seven pounds. Got really quite. I know you guys are giggling in the background and and saying how stupid I, I, I must have been. And, and I do agree with you, because obviously uh, uh, Vietnam listeners know, but um, it's, uh, it's it's just one of those things. And it's so so lovely that also that everyone, including yourselves in Vietnam, which is a beautiful country, uh, is, is uh, listening. But uh, I have to sort of tell this story and uh, it, it's a helpful guide. To Obviously, not everybody is like that at all. It's, it's just a, just a one instance. So uh, anyway, now we've uh, reached the end of the podcast and probably one of the longest stories I've ever told here on the podcast. And uh, all I'm going to do now is uh, wish you stay safe. Love you all. <laughs>